story thirteen of bobby gray squirrel's adventures by george ethelbert walsh this librivox recording is in the public domain bobby has a narrow escape after the quarrel among the animals bobby continued his journey alone he was very sad and disappointed but he was not easily discouraged for the sake of the little girl who would be pining for his return he kept steadily on following the south wind as a guide and always keeping a close watch for any signs of the birds once he stumbled upon the tracks of sneaky the wolf but he quickly took to a tree where he was safe sneaky was not hunting for him for he knew that bobby could easily escape if there was a tree in sight have you seen mr fox this morning bobby sneaky asked squatting down on his haunches to look up at him no replied bobby truthfully i'm looking for the birds my friends who were frightened and flew away to the south have you seen them yes i passed them a short time ago and followed them a long distance they seemed very tired and i thought some of them might drop by the wayside i hope they didn't chattered bobby for mr fox would surely get them i wonder if he's following them for that purpose sneaky thought perhaps that might be true and he decided to turn around and follow the birds too you see he remarked i might pick up mr fox while he was eating a bird he grinned wickedly at this thought and licked his chops bobby remained in the tree until sneaky had disappeared then he climbed down and trotted along as fast as he could in a little while he had another surprise and fright something red flashed out of the thickets at him but bobby was too quick and agile for mr fox he was up a tree like a flash and looking down at his enemy he scolded him roundly you needn't scold me bobby mr fox replied smiling it was all a mistake i thought you were a bird i've been following them for hours and hours and i thought one of them had dropped in the bushes they're pretty tired with their long journey you ought to be ashamed of yourself mr fox replied bobby what have the birds done to you that you want to kill them nothing smiled mr fox licking his lips but i'm very hungry and a bird or two would make a fine dinner aren't you ashamed of yourself the birds are my friends and if you kill them you make me your enemy well bobby i can't help that drawled the fox stretching himself lazily i've got to eat and the rabbits are scarce in these woods besides they're so shrewd and knowing it's hard to catch one of them out of their burrows i'm glad of that retorted bobby it seems to me snapped mr fox you are my enemy all right then bobby the first time i catch you i'll punish you i shouldn't be surprised if you'd make a pretty good meal you're quite fat and if i could climb that tree i'd bite your head off i believe you would but you can't climb the tree and i'm not coming down until you leave mr fox trotted around the tree and sniffed at the trunk then he began laughing i think he said you'll stay up that tree a long time then i'm going to wait here until you do come down i've changed my mind 
i'm going to have a squirrel for dinner instead of a bird i don't think you are mr fox replied bobby confidently in fact i shouldn't be surprised if you were eaten up first sneaky is sneaky exclaimed mr fox jumping to his feet and looking around is sneaky in this woods now mr fox had such a dread of sneaky the wolf that the very mention of his name alarmed him bobby knew this and it pleased him to see the fox's sudden fear neither bobby nor mr fox knew that sneaky was in the neighbourhood they hadn't seen him approach stealthily nor heard the snapping of a twig as his feet padded softly on the carpet of moss but mr fox was immediately alert and he began sniffing the air to catch the scent of any friend or foe it was well that he had the power of smelling other animals for he became suddenly restless and nervous he trotted around the tree holding his nose high in the air he had just about decided to leave when sneaky who had been crouching for a jump suddenly launched his body in the air as if shot forward by a spring and came bounding toward the tree but mr fox was almost as quick as sneaky he cleared the top of the bushes in one tremendous spring and away through the woods he ran sneaky disappointed flew after him and the last bobby saw of either of them was a flash of their tails as they disappeared in the thick forest i don't know whether i want sneaky to catch him or not bobby said to himself mr fox is a cruel wicked enemy but sneaky isn't any better well sighing i can't help it i'm thankful enough i'm not in mr fox's place there was no longer any danger to bobby for sneaky and mr fox had run north and bobby's trail led south he climbed down the tree and started off again on his journey now in a little while he had evidence that the birds were not far ahead of him he passed the home of great horn the owl which was close to that of hoot the owl who as a lesser cousin of great horn liked to build his nest nearby so he could find protection in times of danger when bobby passed great horn was standing at the entrance to his hole the sunlight blinded him so that he couldn't see bobby some great excitement must have called him from his dark hole in the middle of the day what was all that noise bobby heard him ask in his deep heavy voice at first bobby thought he was talking to him but a moment later he saw that in a tree right across the way hoot his cousin was standing at the entrance to his hole winking and blinking in the sun on my word hoot great horn continued it sounded like the whir of countless wings can i have been deceived no cousin replied hoot you heard right i heard it too and crept to the door just in time to see it what was it was the eager question birds thousands and thousands of them they were flying south all tired out and so excited that they all talked at once from the way they were flying i know they can't go much further that's good news the best i've heard in a long time if they stop near here we'll have fine hunting tonight 
you say there were thousands and thousands of them yes so many i couldn't begin to count them ah we'll have a great feast tonight but i wonder what's the matter with them this isn't the season for migrating south no of course not something's frightened them and they're in a panic and you know how easy it is to corner a bird when he's excited i think we'll have a great night of it i wish it were dark now i can't see a thing in this blinding light nor me better go back to sleep and we'll get up at dusk for an early start i can't stand this light any longer it hurts my eyes when they crept back in their holes bobby jumped to his feet i must hurry now and reach the birds before dark he said or hoot and great horn will kill many of them with more reason than before to find his feathered friends before a great disaster overtook them bobby raced along as fast as he could scarcely stopping to eat or drink he thought only of his friends and not a bit of his own comfort in the next story bobby finds the birds and comes to the end of his journey end of story thirteen recording by phone